This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey, are you ready to hang with your digital besties? What day is it? Is a podcast covering every girl problem, life struggle, and biz reality out there. So pour yourself a glass of wine and get ready to laugh, relate, and celebrate not having it all together. But if you think about it, yes, podcasting is quote unquote oversaturated in the number of podcasts there are. But how many podcasts do you see month after month after month fall off? So yes, there are X amount of podcasts on that podcast app, but how many of them are still going? We are back at it again. Welcome to What Day Is It podcast, your digital version of happy hour. For those tuning in for the first time, welcome. Thank you for being here. I'm Bailey Stanworth. I'm one half of this podcast and I'm also the founder of Play Digital. And I am Jackie Wright, other half of this podcast. And I just love this energy you're bringing today, Bailey. Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday. We are so excited to be back. We have some really good stuff coming your way today. We do. We actually are doing a podcast swap this week. So after this episode, you're going to want to go and listen to our guests or listen to us on our guest podcast. But this week we have got Scout and Maddie, who are the sister duo behind OK Sis podcast. They've self-labeled themselves as the loud one, aka Maddie, and the older one, Scout, which is pretty accurate, but they are a dynamic, funny duo who is into wellness and mindfulness, but still love to laugh and not take things too seriously, which is basically me and Jackie. So like they, we, we identified with them. There was a Bailey and there was a Jackie. So you're going to have to go listen to find out, but they interview rad female guests each week on their podcast. And they've had Savon Ayla, Lauren Everts Bostic, Lauren Elizabeth, Brittany Xavier, and now not to brag us. So <laughs> can't wait for you to hear this episode. These girls bring the energy and they called us today on their stories or actually on this podcast the podcast swap of the century and I just really feel that deep in my soul and like Bailey said there's a Bailey and there's a Jackie and I think you guys will figure it out pretty soon I call them like our digital soulmates literally the like spitting image of us but not the image like the personality and the the insides the spitting inside images of them that is so weird I hate myself (laughs) that just escalated really quickly i'm not sure what happened you know what i know maddie will appreciate it anyways um we always like to share a couple things that you guys are going to get out of this episode so we are diving into the hot topic of starting a podcast you guys are always asking us tips and tricks and maddie and scout are diving deep into what it took for them to start a podcast and how it all played out and we also talk a really cool topic of where these two powerhouse gals think the future of podcasting is going And we chat Clubhouse. Everyone's chatting Clubhouse right now. But we're diving into the good and bad of this new app and really diving deep. And I just, a forewarning, I think I have some like hate towards it. I don't know why. I got to stop that. I think everyone's shit on the app except for me. So tune in for some different viewpoints on it. But yeah, it's funny. Um, But yeah, before we dive into the swap, we're going to cover a couple of things, one of which is new. And friends, we're going to need your help because as you may have noticed, we have for the moment put 
are cute but cringe in the closet it's gonna just like maybe collect some dust chill out sit there might come back we don't know but for now bye bye um so we are introducing a new segment and we haven't named it we want you to come up with a name help us it is going to be all about pop culture it's going to be us reviewing something relevant in the media in the news um each week so today jackie is bringing a topic to the table but help us name it we'll do a story go comment on our post get involved and whoever comes up with a bomb ass name will get a shout out yeah our brains our tired slow brains cannot compute a good witty funny name that we need for this new segment so we are calling on the friendship it's got to be funny it's love a good alliteration kind of situation or a pun we love a um, pun or a pun yeah but make it make it good like we want it on brand we're putting a lot of pressure on you guys but i know the friendships and i feel like they can pull through so help us out we want you to be a part of this show and how cool it'd be to listen to a segment every week being like i fucking named that segment for them Okay, so like Bailey said, we're bringing a topic every week now. And the one I wanted to talk about originally, we're just changing it last minute. And I watched this last night. So I asked Bailey, like, let's just talk about it while it's fresh in my mind. The Demi Lovato docuseries on YouTube. Wow. If you haven't watched that, I highly recommend. I am not. I will be the first to say I'm not a Demi Lovato fan. I don't listen to her music, but it doesn't matter. Before... I want to say it's the Dancing with the Devil docuseries because she does have a couple different YouTube documentaries, which if you haven't watched them, I don't think you have to watch them in order, but I think it is so interesting to see the evolution of her because her first one, she talks about getting sober. And then the second one, she talks about how she was high in the first one. So it's, it's very interesting. I I will say I'm not like the biggest fan of her music or I think she's incredibly fucking talented. Her voice is insane. I never really watched like Camp Rock or the Disney shows that she Stop. was on. You didn't? But I, no, I love her as a human. I think she is a badass. I love her vulnerability, how honest and open she's willing to be, how strong she is. Like I, I love her. Like I think she is so, so cool and someone that a lot of us can look up to in the sense of like how open she is. Um, yes, I'm going to just, I have a bone to pick a little bit because they don't number the series on YouTube. They don't do like dancing with the devil one, mm-hmm. two, three, four. I think I watched them out of order. It didn't flow unless that was the whole kind of theme or like design of it to not really have a flow, but it definitely, I think I watched the last episode first and I was so incredibly distraught and upset because it gave you everything that happened, but everything they had built up to, I had to go back and watch in, and it was not good. That is just, okay, wait, well, it's YouTube. So you have to go with the oldest date and watch that first. So there's three that say one week ago, and then there's two that say it was released five days ago. And I checked on my phone app. I checked on my computer and I use um, an Amazon Fire Stick. And so I would just really make sure that you go look <laughs> at the dates specifically and go by that. And Friends, we'll do a story with a to watch order, like in what order you should watch them. But yeah, because I am trying to prevent every going through the same thing I went through because I hate knowing the end before I watch the beginning you know this about me Bailey I hate spoiled endings and I spoiled it for myself okay but also heads up we're gonna dive into this so if you haven't watched it and you are not if you don't like spoilers stop listening or like fast forward a bit um because I want to go back to when she first overdosed um 
I remember hearing about that in the news. It was me too. Literally like, I think it was like the day before my birthday one year or something. And I had always like, she had been sober for a bit. Like a couple other documentaries had come out. She had just actually released a song or something saying she wasn't sober. I don't know. It was interesting, but it shook me to like hear that she was, it was like suspected heroin and so sad, but you, I don't know. I think people, when you hear of celebrity overdoses, we kind of like glamorize it for our entertainment value almost in a, if that makes sense in a weird way. Like we just get so, I feel like sucked in, um, and like wanting to know the details, but it's so interesting what details we didn't know about her story. Yes. I, after watching this series, I have so much respect for her. I don't think that anyone out there is speaking about addiction in the capacity that she is. And she's giving her, in this docuseries, she's putting her friends in the hot seat and having them answer questions. And she's meeting with them before and saying, just be honest, say every single thing that you want to say and we can figure out if later on that it's not going to work for me but she's like you deserve to tell your story too and you deserve to have your voice heard too because oftentimes I feel like people just think addiction is one person but addiction affects every single person around you and so the fact that she's telling her story but also allowing her closest friends and family to do that and it's not always good things like they're they're not just sitting there being like it is what it is. Like they're telling the fucking truth of how hard it was and how much it affected them. And I have so much respect for her. I can't imagine how difficult it is hearing that, but I think she is helping people out there. Yeah, for sure. She is. I also really respect the fact that she did it. I mean, I feel like a lot of people write memoirs or biographies and um, not that there's not value in sharing your story that way, but I can't imagine how hard it is to do it vocally and like on video. And I just think that's a whole other level. So respect but I want to dive in to um first off trigger warning sexual assault um she talks about how that was part of the night that she overdosed but then she also goes back to her what she called her me too moment where she on the set of I think it was Camp Rock right um Mm -hmm. she was dating someone she was a virgin at the time And she didn't want to have sex, but she ended up getting raped and she told someone about it and it got swept under and that person was in the movie. And now I want to know who the fuck this person is, because is it a Jonas brother and have we been glorifying a rapist? Yeah, it's interesting because then what you just mentioned before about us getting sucked into the details, which I don't think we'll ever find that out. Well, no, for sure. It's hard. But it's like I want to obviously I want to know, too, because you you want to you want to. Well, it makes me think of the Britney Justin situation. It's not the same because I believe from what I know that was consensual. But it's the same thing where the guy just his career or his mental health or anything doesn't suffer the same way a woman's does. Yeah. And then um, she got sexually assaulted and raped again it was non-consensual the night she overdosed mm-hmm. and wow um it made me really sad watching that and i like i said i i don't follow demi lovato a lot but it was very um educational and i have a new a new outlook on addiction than i normally would even though i've talked to people about it in this industry i just think she tells it in a different way 
what was your favorite part about the documentary or like standout moment that I don't know they were like surprised to learn or just remember watching um I I think what was really stand out to me and I already mentioned it was how honest her friends were like brutally honest because I feel like you don't find that a lot in documentaries like that where their their friends are literally saying like it was bad I don't know I think it's just like a different way that they're brutally honest and at one point again spoiler alert like Demi goes up to her friend who it was the night of her friend's birthday when she overdosed who so her friend got annihilated in the media because Demi Lovato's fans or non-fans blamed her for Demi's overdose because people want someone to blame right it's easier if you have someone to blame annihilated her on social media made like kill her accounts type stuff and Demi went up to her and said like I just need you to tell your whole truth and be honest and I felt like that was really touching for me to watch that and also really eye-opening and shocking was I didn't know how bad the overdose was it wasn't um, explained in the media and I'm glad because I feel like she deserves to tell that part of her story but she still has some lifelong effects that she'll carry forever and she mentioned she went through two strokes and a heart attack I believe during the overdose and her assistant found her like they saw her blue like I don't want to give away too much I feel like I just gave away a lot but you guys really should go watch it the one part that like gave me chills was when she okay so she woke up in the hospital and she, her little sister, um, Madison, was there and she couldn't see her. She woke up blind. And I just thought it was so crazy because she talks about how it was kind of like. So a producer says it and then she's like, it was kind of poetic because the first time she got sober was because her parents told her that she couldn't see her little sister if she didn't. And then she wakes up blind and can't, like, literally can't see her sister. Like, what? I know. She said it was, like, sickeningly poetic or something that it really happened and played out. She said God has a strange sense of humor. (laughs) I love her. Yeah, like, that is crazy. I don't know. that. Like, that whole thing gave me chills. But it's an incredible docuseries. I think it's really, really well done. Whether you like Demi Lovato or not, I think it's worth watching. And I would watch her old ones. I think that the contrast is so, so interesting. Yeah, she has a docuseries she's not even releasing. She shows clips of it in this current one because she felt like it was kind of a lie, all of it, because she was pretending to be sober or she was putting on this front. And this one's very real, raw and vulnerable. And and you can totally feel that throughout it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, okay, friends, we are going to do one more thing before we get into the episode, and that is our shower thought. It's the thought. It's the thoughts. It's the thoughts we have in in the shower. Shower. Whoa. (laughs) We're on the same wavelength today. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Um, in case you can't tell, Jackie and I are not professional musicians or artists, so sorry um okay this is my shower thought for the week and it's kind of (laughs) niche but it's something I learned recently and actually it's something my 96 year old grandma taught me and I thought she was wrong 
and losing her marbles, but it turns out she was right. Did you know that a portion of British Columbia operates on a different time zone? Absolutely fucking not. You know me and my geography. Hell no, I don't. Like um, Dawson's Creek. Sorry to friendships who don't live here who maybe don't know these specific cities. But so, like, there's a portion of southern eastern British Columbia that operates on mountain time. Yeah. So if you're listening from OK Sis's sister group, hi, first of all, thank you for being here. <laughs> we are from Vancouver, BC, Canada. And so we are just finding out now that our province has a different time zone. I am shooketh. Imagine if you are from a state, California, for example, and they operate on different time zones. That's quite possibly true. I don't know. I'm digging myself a deeper hole. I was talking to my grandma, though, about daylight savings. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, there is a city that... And grandmas say things, and specifically my grandma, I love her to bits. But she'll say the same thing or, like, not fully grasp things or she heard it on the radio and then she, like, twists it into her own little story that she remembers. And so I thought she just was, like, telling me something that she maybe heard on the radio but heard wrong or memorized wrong and was, like, talking about these cities, how they are... They don't do daylight savings, so they are still an hour behind us or ahead of us or something. And I was like, I don't think that's right. And my dad was sitting there too. And he's like, yeah, you're, that's not right. And then I Google it and I look at him. I'm like, she was right. And we both were like, I'm oh. Shook. <laughs> that's really strange. Can we yeah. cancel daylight savings here? I fucking hate daylight savings. Unless it's in the spring. It's not bad. But like, it is the worst thing I think in the world. We don't need it. Drop it. I want, I'm going to move to Dawson's Creek. Have fun. They don't have a shopping center, do they? <laughs> probably not. I don't think that they have like a, probably a health food store or... <laughs> I feel like we have... Watch us have a listener from Dawson's Creek and watch them just... I'm so sorry. We're so... We just I'm not like shitting on it. I'm just saying we personally need specific things. I kind of was and I don't oh. mean to. I'm just making jokes. I'm trying to be funny on the podcast. I love Dawson's Creek. Um, i've never been there <laughs> all i know is that there was a tv show called dawson's creek so well that's the thoughts and <laughs> like bailey said very niche but if you are from here or you're local to here that is very very interesting very i'm curious who if any of our friendships actually knew that but anywho let's get into the episode with our digital soul sisters scout and maddie from okay sis you are going to laugh you are going to probably cringe at some moments um i'm not sure what they are i just know that like that's probably something we did and yeah we'll just we'll let you get right to it friendships yeah enjoy getting to know these gals because we did and i can't wait to fly and meet them and if you're tuning in from okay sis hi sisters we are very similar to scout and maddie we definitely can't take their place in your heart but you should subscribe and stay here because we will give you equally as good content enjoy the episode all right let's just get to it because I can already tell the vibe of the Zoom is like giving me life, giving me energy. I mean, I am on my second coffee of the day, so I don't really know. But I'm going to give it to our two guests. We have two guests this week. I mean, you already know that because we talked about it. But we've got Maddie and Scout here from OK Sis. Thanks for joining. We're so excited to have you. 
Thank you for having us. This is so exciting. We're huge fans. Um, Bailey, you are like clubhouse royalty. So this is just like, <laughs> thank you for letting us be in your presence. Oh my God. Thank you. And um, I'll just say that I found out about you guys so long ago. I think when you just launched, someone told me to check you guys out because they thought we had similar vibes. And you guys just kept coming up on my Instagram feed. So finally, I DM'd Bailey. I was like, hey, um, I bet our our paths have crossed at one point or another since we're both in the agency space. We both have podcasts. So I'm so stoked we're making this happen. Same. I am so excited, too. I've been binging your guys' podcast for a while now. And you guys are so funny. And like... I have two sisters, so it's literally just like hanging out with my sisters when I listen to your guys' podcast. You guys are so funny. You guys are into the same things I am. I think you listen to the same music. I I actually think one of you is like Bailey and one of you is like me. And so I feel like we'll figure that out throughout this podcast. For sure. Whenever there's a two... Whenever there's like co-hosts, there's always one that's a Mads and always one that's a Scout. And I'll tell you that identifiers. The Mads one is very loud but neither of them are loud i think i'm bailey because bailey talks a lot about mental health and is an agency owner so that's who and, i am well okay then that's really nice because jackie's like cool girl vibes yeah and that's, so that's what i'm thinking <laughs> i feel like jackie's more into the into the trending market like you are yes okay great yeah. there we go yeah do you, into the do you listen to hip-hop that's what i was gonna ask the music is a differentiator of course okay. i do yes there we go my girl Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Kanye put it on and I will I'm like on the floor busting my butt, my toches. <laughs> Guys, if you can't already tell, this is gonna be a freaking amazing episode. So let's just dive in. We are gonna kick it off with an icebreaker because we always do this now, but I wanna know what is the last thing in each of your Google search history? The faces we're getting. <laughs> The last thing in my Google search history, we let's check. How do, how do, how do I, I check? check? Or you oh can God. go. Yeah, you can go to Google. Okay, and I think just tap the search bar, and it should prompt. Oh, um, okay, okay. This is interesting. Kendall Jenner snow. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait. This yes. is very interesting. I so we get we're in Big Bear right now, Scout and I. We're usually not together when we record, but we're here for our dad's birthday, and it's um it's like the, the it's not snowing, but there's snow on the ground um from you know winter, and so we're we are from Southern California. We live in LA and San Diego, so we are not snow people. Um, so I was like, the first thing that came to mind was like, we need to get a Kendall Jenner, Kourtney Kardashian vibe photo of them in the bikinis, in the snow boots, in the snow with their hats and with like a glass of wine. And I was like, this is the vibe. And so I was searching for the photo to send to Scout so that she could get the art direction because she's going to be the creative director of this photo shoot. And I'm going to, my nipples are probably going to be so cold out there, but we're going to go out, have this photo shoot. We're not going to look anything like the Jenner Kardashians, but it'll be a twist of the OK sis. And I have been putting off this photo shoot for two days because I know exactly how it's going to fucking oh, go. Oh, it's going to be. She's going to yell at me the entire time because she doesn't look good. And somehow that's my fault. And then she's going to make me do it. And then I'm going to say, please never post that. And then it's going to be all over OK sis. And once again, I'm going to say I have zero control over who I am on the Internet. Zero. But... um. My Google thing is brand media kits because I need to send. So boring. <laughs> sorry, I work. I'm sorry, I work. I have to send a client some examples because they're creating their media kit. That's mine. 
I 100% would, would want to do that Kendall Jenner vibey snow pick too. Like that is the ultimate goal when you're in the snow, no? It's a goal. No, it's the most embarrassing <laughs> thing in the world. I mean, we're going to look like fools. We're going to look like absolute fools, but do it for the Insta. I disagree. Do it for the but. Insta. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. We'll send it to you guys <laughs> after and just to get the stamp of approval because like, oi, it's going to be a whole journey. Maybe we should use it for our promo photo. Oh. Episode oh, cover. No. Episode oh, no. cover. Oh my God. <laughs> oi. <laughs> hot girl winter um mads you remind me so much i can't remember her last name but morgan from real housewives of beverly or not real housewives um rich kids of beverly hills she just married to uh dr phil's son morgan stewart stewart morgan stewart yeah yeah you remind me so much of her okay this is so funny that you said this so ever since i joined tiktok everyone everyone has been telling me that I look like Stevie from Schitt's Creek, which is just so interesting. I think she's, I think she's pretty. It's just like, I don't really see it. But then one person said, you are, you are Morgan Stewart. And I was like, oh, you don't look what? like, is it Morgan Stewart? Like the tall blonde chick? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, maybe I don't look like her, but I, my it's your mannerisms maybe, my- and your voice. Like if I close my eyes, I would think I was podcasting okay. with Morgan Stewart right now. Oh my God. I mean, that is like the high. Should we get Morgan Stewart on the podcast and then I can relive out my worst nightmare of having two Mads in Honestly, the yeah. Oh my God. 100%. <laughs> Morgan Stewart, if you're listening, come on, okay, sis. That is my life every day with two sisters, you guys. But, okay, take us back to the very beginning when you started, okay, sis. Your guys' podcast is awesome. So tell us how you guys decided you wanted to do, okay, sis, and how, like, the journey to get there. Yeah, so. I had a, by the way, if people don't know, this is Scout and that one's Mads. I think they got it by now. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you have to preface. So I had my own solo podcast because I lived next to a produce warehouse, uh, like a wholesale produce warehouse, and they opened a podcasting studio for whatever fucking reason. They wanted to diversify their offerings. Unsure. So um, I was really- Did you get like really great produce while you were there? Like lots of fresh stuff to take home? Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I got a discount too because I was the neighbor. Oh, cool. Okay. Perks. Get, get your, get your produce and record a podcast. It's just like a one-stop shop. Okay. But they, I, okay. So, so they opened this thing and I was friends with all the girls that worked there because I was there getting my produce every day. So I just said, Hey, can I hop in there? And they said, yeah, we have another slot. Sure. And it was free because they didn't know what they were doing. And so I was podcasting, but you know, it wasn't, I wasn't treating it like a business. Also, podcasting was so new that I didn't really have anyone to look to. I think the Skinny Confidential had been around for a year at that point. And so um, I would miss weeks and I didn't really think about who my guests were. And I just didn't, it wasn't top of mind for me. And so one weekend or week, we were at the Ojai Valley Inn and Spa for Mad's birthday. It was just me and her and we had just gotten massages. We had had a few glasses of rosé and I said, hey, you know, I don't have a podcast episode for next week. My podcast was a lot more about spirituality and mental health. So the conversations were a little bit more serious and more kind of interview based. Um, but Mads came in hot and, uh, we ended up talking about the bachelor for like an hour and eating truffle chips while we were recording, which was terrible. And we recorded on our phone in the business center, which those do exist in case you were wondering. And I left the recording just feeling really good about our energy. Mads and I have always been close our whole life, but something about this felt different. It was kind of putting us in a concentrated room and having us do it this task I suppose together and something something felt magic like there was a magic in the air between the two of us and I kept thinking about it and 
I was in France on a work trip a few weeks later and I texted her and I said, you know, we really have to do something together. And we were thinking newsletter, we were thinking this. And I said, you know what, let me just shut down my podcast and let's start one together. And so we started OKSIS and we launched it two weeks later, um, not really knowing what we were doing. We didn't have any episodes in the bank and we just started reaching out to our friends to have them on. And then slowly but surely have been able to interview some of the most insane rad women in the game. What year was this that you started it? Because you girls have been in the podcast game for quite a while. It's only been two and a half years. Yeah, I think it was, what, 2018? 2018. We we started in August of 2018. We have similar stories because that's that's around when we started. And then we did the exact same thing. Do we, Jackie? Because we weren't at an Ojai spa and no one was on a business trip in France. So I'm not sure about that. (laughs) No. We didn't have produce. We We didn't have produce either. We are. We are bougie. Don't, Don't hide it. Oh, my gosh. But I was saying we're similar in the fact that we started really fast, too. And I feel like that's just kind of how you have to freaking do it because otherwise you get in your head too much. A hundred percent. And I think that it was completely out of my comfort zone to do something like this. Like I'm the type of person that like plans and has an outline for every episode and like make sure that I know what I'm doing before jumping into it. Whereas like I always say Scout has this energy of like. I'm going to jump off a cliff and if the parachute catches me, then we'll figure it out then. And if it opens, it opens. So, you know, I I really went out on a limb with this podcast. I was such a big fan of podcasts for the longest time. I've been listening to podcasts like before it was cool. Um, and so I was like, what do I have to say? Like, it, I can't do the, you know, medium justice. Like, you know, I, I, we don't have a niche. Like, we're just like talking about so many bullshit. We don't have an audience. We don't have an audience. Like, we're not influencers. We're not people that like come with a built in audience that they can track into. So a lot, I was just making up all these excuses. And I don't even know re- really what made me just jump with her. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that I did. But I think her energy is infectious in this way. And that's why she's also inspired me so much with that mentality in entrepreneurial pursuits that I have and just the way I approach life now like if you think about it and ruminate it on too much you're not gonna do it like you're just not like you just have to start but also I think it was to our advantage I mean I'm sure you ladies can talk about the same thing I mean yes podcasting was booming at that point but regular random girls in their 20s didn't totally know how to do it. There weren't checklists online or freebie downloadables on what equipment to get or, you know, that you even needed a hosting site or we didn't even know that the Apple's podcast takes can take up to two weeks to approve your podcast. So we said we were launching on a Monday, but we really ended up launching on a Tuesday because we Same woke here. up on launch day and our <laughs> podcast wasn't. Yeah. So I think that it was it was our it was to our advantage that the space wasn't so played in at the moment, not even from a capturing an audience standpoint, but from there wasn't enough information. So we just started. Now I think people have like 10 episodes in the bank and they have their cover art really well done. And there's a whole thing, which I think is so amazing. And we'll catapult those people forward so much. But my favorite part of starting things is really the not knowing parts and just figuring it out as you go along. That's my favorite thing. Absolutely. Okay. You girls are so supportive of each other. I can already tell, but I want to know because I feel like there has to be in any kind of business partnership especially I don't have a sister so I don't know that firsthand but especially as sisters I feel like this may come up more often than if you were just best friends but how many times have you girls wanted to quit the podcast because you work together or was there ever like a time where you felt that maybe it was risking your relationship and not worth it 
<laughs> wow, uh, this is a loaded question. Okay, so you can go first. I I can just say that for the majority of OKCs, um, it's been nothing but strengthening for our relationship and deepening of it. I think that was one of the cornerstones of the reasons why we did this was to grow deeper as as sisters. And for the longest time, it it was that. Um, and it wasn't until late last year, 2020, where we really started to treat it as a business. Um, and I'm talking like, uh, you know, growth tactics, making like really leaning into being a brand and a holistic brand, not just the podcast, but beefing up the Instagram, make, taking it much more seriously, introducing TikTok, Clubhouse, all these different like branches, a secret Facebook group, a newsletter, like all of these different touch points where we could connect with our audience. And with that, you know, we have started to think more about monetization and, you know, really more business strategy of of what this is like what this is and making sure that we you know receive an ROI it's been two and a half years we both have full-time jobs um I'm creating another company on the side so it's like we would like to see you know some some revenue come in through this and when we made that shift I mean I feel so much more passionate about about it because it's like so exciting that we're really like really putting a lot more time and energy but with that you know comes comes struggle and challenge and expectations that are not met and Scout and I have very very different work ethics and um, work approaches and so we've clashed I think the most in the past couple months because of this newfound mentality of like oh wow this is a business not just like a fun thing we're doing so it's you know it's it there's 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 positive and negatives to when you really start taking it that seriously yeah you know I've done three different partnerships when it's come to business and they haven't worked out. And I am someone who is very strong in the fact that I don't go into business with partners. Um, I think that my work style, you know, I think I'm a very easy person to get along with as a friend. I think I can be a friend to anybody and be a really good friend to anybody and have a really, really equal balanced relationship with friends. But when it comes to business, I don't think I'm for everyone and I think I can be very harsh and intense, which is why I prefer to, to work by myself. Um, I think that people often get confused. I think people have been asking us for the last two years what it's like doing business with your sister. Um, we haven't been doing business up until probably four months ago. We've been chatting on a microphone and picking fonts for Instagram and we've been creating a brand, but we haven't been doing business together. It's a difference. There's a difference. And so now that we've added in this layer of strategy for monetization, I think that in many ways it has stifled the podcast a little bit with us because it's added an extra layer of pressure that I personally, you know, I'm trying to navigate where that, where that lies. But um, we've definitely clashed in some senses around there. There's never really been a point, I think, in the trajectory of OKSIS where we've wanted to quit. I mean, maybe we've thought about it, but we've never brought it to each other. Um, so in that, I'm really, really, really blessed. Um, but yeah, it's it's different when you start adding like a business strategy marketing layer to it, especially for me, it's hard. And but I think that overall, this podcast has done nothing but strengthen our relationship. We've, I think we've fought less in the last two and a half years than we have in our entire life. 
Well, I feel like thank you, first of all, for sharing that because it is, I feel like, hard to talk about, especially when it's family. I think it adds another layer on top of it. But um, what do you think or like, what do you think a tip would be to someone going into business besides the obvious one that everyone says it's communication about how to create like a really good relationship with your business partner? But besides communication, what do you think the biggest tip would be to thrive and be successful? Trust. Um, I think there is a level and maybe it is the familial relationship, the sisterhood that we have that like I just wholeheartedly trust her like it doesn't matter the you know the clashing of the work ethics it's like I know that she will get xyz done and that and I like just fully have trust in that and it's it's having that support system that person that 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 you know will be there for you regardless and again it might be just a sisterhood thing because like we always say we love working together because there's no bullshit right like like with with friend, with friends or with business partner, you might like, you know, say something a certain way just to not hurt their feelings or yada yada. Like with us, it's like we know what each other means, and it's like we don't need to like put frills all over it, right? So, in that point, there's a lot more shit gets done, and it's just it cuts all the bullshit out, I think. And I've never really yeah. worked like that before and it's also interesting because since our brand is our relationship um a lot of the times when we do clash we'll kind of air it on instagram as a joke so for example um mads is always yelling at me because i don't do tiktoks and so i was having so much fun one night and i just filmed all these tiktoks of me dancing to 90s musics and it was not (laughs) you know it wasn't stylized or, you know, (laughs) zero thought went and I just published them all. And then she sent me a voice note being like, Hey, I put a lot of time into our TikTok, and you just literally sent four videos of you sitting on a couch singing to Usher. And so, you know, in our Instagram, I'll be like the brand director's out for me guys. Like I live under tyranny, you know, like we, we make a joke out of it, which I think is helpful. But yeah, I, I think probably the number one tip, obviously, other than communication, for me, and this goes with relationships and friendships, sometimes when you don't have, you don't see eye to eye on something or you're different, that's been also one of the hardest things for me is Mads is so different from me. And so sometimes I think to myself, is the person I'm portraying on the OKSIS brand the person that I would portray if Mads wasn't in the room? And it's not, but it's bringing out a part of me that I would never bring out to the public and would never let play in general. And it's such a beautiful thing, but it's so out of my comfort zone sometimes because when I'm with her, I'm the most ridiculous, silly out there thing. And if you go to my personal, it's very serious. It's like very poetic and it's all those things. So that's really great. But um, the one tip that I would say is holding the other person in beautiful competency and seeing their perspective in all times. So sometimes when we disagree with our spouse, with our friend, with our business partner, just being able to tap into empathy and send them so much love for their perspective and the way they're showing up because you just need to feel grateful that they are showing up whatever way. And that way, once you come from that area of empathy, love and perspective, you can kind of meet much more in the middle, I believe. Such good advice. I love that. Okay. So we're going to kind of switch gears here a little bit. I just want to like go into the more advice side for podcasters because we get asked all the time, how do you start a podcast? Like I'm sure your guys DMs always have that question in them. So what would your tips be for someone who is thinking of starting a podcast or who already has one, but is maybe in like the baby stages? Okay. Yes. We get this question every day. So 
first of all, we've done, we did a whole clubhouse room actually on this. I mean, talking about it, it all comes back to clubhouse. And we were like spilling the tea. So if you didn't check it out, sorry, because clubhouse doesn't <laughs> record them. Okay. So these were, these were our tips. So we'll just spill the tea here, you know? Um, number one, first and foremost, something that I think people jump over and gloss over when jumping into a podcast is really s- committing setting the commitment now you need to like really understand that a podcast is a long game you will not see those like immediate ROIs that you're thinking of money amazing like giant dream guests you're not going to see that in one month of podcasting like you really need to be or six months or or maybe a year you know so it takes a while so really Sit with that and understand what that commitment looks like in your life and understand that you are going to have to put out weekly content every at the same time, the same day, every single week, no matter what. I was looking back in my memory box and in my head. Um, My memory box? Yeah, it's in my head. Um, (laughs) In my memory box, in my head. In my head. And I realized that in the beginning of OKSIS, I would wake up on Mondays. And just edit it real quick and and publish it. And sometimes it would go up at seven, and other times it would go up at eight fifteen. Like God forbid that would, that would never happen today. Yeah. So it's just um, understanding and and then treating it like a real piece of content that is going to be you know put out very consistently. Okay. So check you got you got that. Number two is you know getting the the correct equipment. Um, you know there are ways to do it on a budget for sure. You do not need to break the bank, but you do want to you do need to make sure the the quality of your audio is is supreme right because it's a fucking podcast like it's audio so like make sure that the listeners that the the audio is not what is distracting the listeners in the long game so really invest in in equipment um we use zoom recorder not the zoom video com, you know conferencing it's this zoom just type in zoom recorder on amazon it's the h6 i believe yes and it's a really great portable recorder that basically every podcaster we've ever spoken to uh uses and then we just got mics from from guitar center you know sennheiser mics specifically there are about 99 dollars and then tip number three, you need to get a hosting site. This is also something that we had just mentioned earlier is like some people don't know that you don't actually upload your podcast to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You um, have to be on a hosting site and then it kind of distributes it to all the different platforms. Um, and then obviously we recommend Red Circle, which is the one we use because eventually once you hit a certain number of downloads, you're eligible for their ad program and they do really, really amazing um, ad deals that are super on brand for you. You get to accept or reject every single one and they work really, really boutique. It's it's a really, it's kind of, it's not a marketplace and it's not like a one-on-one ad agency. It's somewhere in between and it's it's been and really it's free, beneficial. Which is amazing. Yeah, and it's free. And then another really thing. really cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're amazing. And then on the production side, just to save money, do it yourself. Um, we use Adobe Audition, Scout, is the one that edits. I still edit and um, I can't give it up actually. The other day I was like, you know, Mads, we're at a point. Like, I should. We are the same person. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are twins. Yeah, I was like, I can't give this up. I just can't because I literally, I listen and I think, oh, you know, Mads and I talked at the same time and I tried to get in a question and then I say the three words, the same, can I do this? Can I do that? Oh my God, those have to be edited out, you know? So I just see it so specifically now that I don't think anybody else could do it the way I do it. So I labor every week. Do you sit there during episodes and you just go, fuck, that's going to be a bitch to edit? 
Oh, yes. And I Everywhere. get, yes, I get anxious and it's, I get hot. I, I schwitz. <laughs> we schwitz. Um, okay. And then, so yeah, the, the production, definitely you can save time in doing it yourself. I think people think that you have to be like in a fancy network and a studio. No, you could do it at home. It's totally fine. And then the last thing is like, obviously the content and the promotion. I mean, make sure, you know, I, I have a really hard relationship with the word niche. And so it's like, I don't want to say that as a Find your messaging. Find your messaging. Exactly. Find what you're going to talk about. And it could be several things. We talk about a lot of things. It's like from the bachelor to skincare to mental health and being bipolar. Like, you know, anything under the sun. But find those pillars, right? They're all, if you really think about you and your personality and your message, like you're going to, it'll be narrowed down to probably four pillars um, that you can keep coming back to. So kind of understand the structure of your show. And is it going to be an interview show? Is it just going to be a serial show? Is it going to be just you talking? You're going to have a co-host, you know, figure those things out. And you know, we do interview shows. It's just us. So what we recommend in, in that regard is, you know, prepare as much as you feel comfortable with, like, you know, have some questions ready and using and having them as a crutch is really nice just in case like the conversation does lull. But honestly, just be present and listen. Like there's something so, you know, you go into podcasting and and interviewing is such a different skill set. People think you just go into podcasting and you'll be a great interviewer. It is a really, really different skill set than just ch- chatting with your best friend. So what I've learned is to really, really be present. It's Podcasting is probably the only time that I'm like fully present, not thinking about anything else. It's so meditative for me. And, you know, you could have your questions as a crutch, but really just listen to the person's answer and then follow up and just be have a conversation and make it more of a discussion and you that's how we are giving me jasmine star vibes so much and i'm just so who's proud that of- yeah you should know her i'm so proud of you because i feel like you're really stepping into your uh leadership role right now that was beautiful this is, i've been recently i've been recently trying to be the main character of my life and this is one of the ways where i'm showing up as a leader you're a main character in my life but i will just add one more thing to that is that really think about the fact that the podcast platform is not a search engine platform nor is it a social media platform therefore you cannot grow your podcast in the podcast app you have to go out off platform so in order to market a podcast oh my god that's such good advice think about the fact that you're not just creating a podcast you're also creating an instagram to promote the podcast so it's not a youtube channel where you utilize hashtags and catchy titles and whatever and you gain a following like that um when you start a podcast you have to develop or set aside time to also grow another platform to promote the podcast yeah it's promotion but then also creating a space for that community to gather so for us it's secret facebook groups you could do group chats you could do a slack channel whatever it is but the reason people are listening to you is because they want to connect to each other as well so you're going to be the conduit for them to create these new connections in this amazing community so again it's i mean it's really stepping up and being a leader and creating that space for them and you know the secret our secret facebook group is popping and it's just so fun because that's that's at the end of the day it's like yes it's so fun to chat with your sister but then like who the fuck is on the other side of this like it's so crazy to actually have connections with with these human beings on the internet it's a it's really a wonderful thing i agree i love 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 
um we got a message today actually our we call our listeners friendships and i know you call yours sisters and they said that they've kind of like created a i got a message saying that they've kind of created a friendship through listening to our podcast and they're connected on social and like i was like what the fuck like this is all we ever wanted and it means so much to hear things like that and see that happen it is unreal i love it we want to talk to you though about where you think the future of podcasting is going because it is such a growing space still even like fast forward two years from now like i mean sorry to where we are now compared to where it was before when we both started the podcast it has grown so much it's almost getting a little bit oversaturated but i feel like there's space for everyone so where do you guys think it's going so it's so interesting because I think about this sometimes. Obviously, Gary Vee was right in a few years back when he said that audio was going to be the next thing because now Clubhouse has just completely, uh, you know, checked that off or uh, validated his prediction. But if you think about it, yes, podcasting is quote unquote oversaturated in the number of podcasts there are. But how many podcasts do you see month after month after month fall off? So yes, there are X amount of podcasts on that podcast app, but how many of them are still going? So I think in the next two years, yes, people are jumping on, but I think we're going to see a significant people jump off just because of mm-hmm. the time commitment. Um, I believe it's the hardest community to build out of all of the platforms, but I also believe, I believe in this whole thing. I call it social c- currency. So the numbers on Instagram don't necessarily equal the numbers on TikTok, don't necessarily equal the numbers on a podcast when you're talking about impact. 10,000 podcast followers is so much more impactful than 10,000 Instagram followers will ever be. 10,000 Instagram followers is so much more impactful than 10,000 TikTok followers will ever be. So you have to get into the frame of mind that numbers don't, you know, it's like you go to Europe, you buy something, it's not the same currency as yourself. So I think that we're going to see a lot of people um, fall off. I think we're going to see a lot of companies start podcasts. I think it's going to be um, a much needed brand extension for the CEO of companies to have their own podcast. I think that the people who have been around for a long time are going to start gaining even more momentum in the next two years, just based off the fact that the consistency is now over a long, long, long period of time. But I think that I think that there I think the bubble will burst a little bit just because I don't think people understand the reality of what it takes. This is so not to discourage anybody truly. I was just going to say truly, but it's just it's just the truth of the matter that it's it's a it's a part-time job. It is. Okay, so I was I was going to say about the about the um oversaturation. Lauren Evers Bostic actually t- talked to us because I was asking her like what do you think about you know influencers that want to become an influencer on Instagram like it's so saturated and she's like would you tell a musician not to become a musician or a singer like there's millions of singers there's millions of bands like that's oversaturated why are we saying that about Instagram podcasting and all these mediums it's just a new medium like it's not oversaturated there is room and you know I I talked about the whole, you know, issue with niche for me cuz I just have never felt like I had this like, you know, one one passion and interest that like I was my guiding force. Like I always was this like multi-interest multi-interest person. And, you know, it's it's about understanding that your unique perspective on things is the niche. So, for instance, I love pop culture and I listen to probably five pop culture podcasts a week. 
they're all talking about the same thing. They're not, nothing new has happened in the world. They can only talk about the same five things, but it's their perspective on the things that I love to hear each one of them. They're yeah, but what so do you different. think? But that's different. That's like why you should start a podcast. But what do you think the future of podcasting no, is? No, I'm just saying it's not oversaturated. Think, like you can do not, it. No, I agree. It's not oversaturated. Yeah, everyone has their own story, right? And like, I'm not you're never going to tell it the same as everyone else. So I agree with that. But I do think it's different than Instagram, where people will continue Instagram forever. Is Bailey okay? Bailey doesn't yeah, seem to be okay. okay. Jackie, did you get a tattoo? Oh. <laughs> I did. Okay, Randomly. I'm so, so sorry to interrupt you girls, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> Tell us. I didn't. Yeah, I did. It's a butterfly. This is the best real time reaction oh, ever. So cute. I was like, Bailey's unwell right now. Yeah, Bailey's like. And then <laughs> I got um, a C for my little sister. So I have a K for my older sister. And then I got a C for I'm my mind blown We're copying right you. We're copying you. We're doing it. Oh, my God. I've always wanted a finger tattoo. Should we do it? Should I get do an it. M and you get an S? Just be this mindful of what finger and what side it's on and where your fingers least interact because it will fit, fade. Right. Because it rubs. That's kind of inevitable, but mine's kind of like strategic on my middle finger because my little sister, she kind of pisses me off sometimes. Amazing. That's where you need to get it on your middle finger. I do. (laughs) Okay. So sorry for the interruption. That was incredible. Um, (laughs) Love that for you. We we were in a sacred (laughs) moment between you two. You did. You you were here for that. (laughs) I, you know, I hadn't told my mom yet and she's going to hear this. And so I'm just going to say, sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry, mom. You already had two. So what's two more? It's fine. Well, yeah, this one was a little bit like sporadic and she's going to be a little bit disappointed, I think. <laughs> but I'm it's fine. Anyways, carry on back to some important chat. No one cares about my tattoos. <laughs> I've been we there. Do. I don't I, even know what we were talking about. I've been there with I don't know if I should tell my dad if I have another tattoo, but I got to a point where I said, Oh yeah, I'm an adult. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm an adult. Well, sometimes you I forget. Never feel. Sometimes you forget. But it also, you know what, Jackie? Tell me if you if you relate to this. I I'm 29, and so I'm married. I run my own business. I support my family, my husband, and myself because he's getting a PhD program. I check off the boxes of adulthood. I feel like the only thing I'm missing is a child. Um. And yet it took me until last year, I was in a session with my mindset coach and it all of a sudden I had this complete, like I felt as if I was some, somehow 11 years old again and I, or mostly 17 because I was, it felt as if I was leaving the house to go to college because I had just realized that I was an adult. And for some reason I thought to myself, oh, I don't have to go to my dad for life decisions anymore. And I know that sounds so silly, but once you, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling where you get to the point where you feel as if it's just you on this planet. Like you can act in complete autonomy. And I, I think Mads has, has not felt this as much, but I really did. And I was almost purging this idea, like cutting the umbilical cord that I was so connected to my parents. Oh my God. I feel that so deeply. I so struggle. And I have since we started the podcast of my mom hearing certain things about me, I've gotten a lot better, but I think I'm honestly always constantly like seeking her approval of things I post that are like a little bit out there. Or for example, this tattoo when, yeah, like sometimes I literally have to be like, kind of like smack myself and be like, Kiwi, you don't even live at home anymore. You're 24. Like you are fully grown. You don't need to check in with your mom. I don't know how to it's probably just self-awareness and and realizing like you said that you don't have to go there but I mean honestly probably 
after this podcast i'll like put that into place and this is why i love doing the podcast for me i realized that the root of why i felt so connected to my parents decisions was because if i called my dad and i said hey i'm thinking about opening an office for my business or i'm thinking about doing this or i'm thinking about doing that and he agreed with my decision on a subconscious level if that decision went wrong i felt that i could still go to him and he could help me and he would support me and so for some reason i felt that his love was conditional on me making decisions that he would support when it's completely the opposite if i fail and fumble he's there no matter what but that's where that came from it was a safety net it was well if he he thought the decision was right and it went wrong he'll still catch me because he was on he he made the decision like almost for me if that makes sense so once i realized that it was a survival mechanism um i had to realize how to set my own foundation for my life and realize that if something does go wrong which it always does that i can catch myself and will catch myself just me that is deep i love that we just went from like podcasting to a tattoo discovery to like therapy. I love it. This is Welcome okay, to so okay, sis. Sis. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, I want to switch things up here and talk about an app we've already kind of dropped in the episode, but Clubhouse. So I've seen you girls on it. You've been active. You've been implementing it for the podcast. So like, how are you liking the app so far? Okay, first of all, the four of us have to do one the week our episodes drop. We have to host one. I have so many thoughts on it and I, I'm looking. I'm excited to talk about this. So I got on Clubhouse in December and look, that was three months ago. And I swear I was searching all my friends, everyone I wanted to follow and no one was on the app in December. Cue three weeks later and every fucking person and their mothers on the app. It spread like wildfire. But I remember trying to figure it out the week of Christmas and it was Christmas Day and I went into Clubhouse and I saw that there was a room about marketing. I don't know. It was one or two or three in the afternoon when I saw it going on. Then I went in at about eight or nine. This was Christmas Day and people were the same people were still in there. Now, I don't celebrate Christmas, but I kind of stopped and was like, is that the best? And then I got confused because people say they have no time, yet somehow we're finding six hours to sit on Clubhouse. So I was a little turned off because I didn't like how much time it was sucking from people. And then I realized that the power of Clubhouse is if you want to be an active member on it and not just a passive um, absorber of information, is to really set the schedule yourself. So creating rooms, moderating, et cetera, and notifying. I put on notifications for people that I would love the opportunity to talk to. I think it's so powerful that you get the opportunity to talk to people you never would have. So I get notifications when very specific people are speaking in Clubhouse. So therefore, I can hop on, see if I can get my question answered. So I think in that sense, it democratizes getting advice from people that are so big and so influential in our lives. But I also think that there is this culture on Clubhouse that in a sense is a little is a little much in my opinion but i i think it's uh yeah it's a, mm-hmm. oh it's pretentious as fuck yeah for sure okay yeah i want an unpopular opinion from me and i know we're interviewing you but i'm just gonna share my opinions because i don't really like i i like clubhouse i just think like you said it's a little pretentious because what about the people working nine to fives there's not really a ton of scheduling going on after that 5 p.m mark um and i just feel like it's kind of hard for those people like it's more for just like the creator influencer space when i feel like it should be a all-around thing and i also struggle with 
like I can't reference back to it. Like right. I think sometimes a lot I absorb information and then I'm like, okay, cool. I, I love that. I really want to apply that to my life. But on Clubhouse, you can't go back to it, which I, that's why I love podcasts. Wait, just one more thing. Not only that, is that when you go listen to a podcast, you know the subject you're about to listen to. So you're actively wanting to digest that topic. Sometimes when you go to Clubhouse, I was like, I'm going to ask Lewis Howes a question. I'm just going to sit here and see if I can get a question in. I waited an hour. Every other person's question was not valuable to my life. I did not need it. And I wasted time that I could have been hanging out with my husband because it was 7 p.m. on a Thursday night. So I was like, I just wasted an hour of my time. Yeah. So... My thoughts on Clubhouse is it's actually pretty extraordinary that it took off um, because if you think about it, the reason cable died is because people did not want to be at their TVs at the exact moment that something was playing, right? We want to be able to, that's why most tech companies, most companies, content companies are streaming, are putting out things that are evergreen that people can go to at their leisure at their time when they want to and to consume it. So it is very strange that Clubhouse did so well because it's completely backwards of the way that we have been consuming content for the past, you know, since cable has died. So in that respect, it's very strange and it's very cool that like that has shifted but it probably has shifted because of the pandemic so everyone is home um yes of course people are still working but like they they might be able to afford to just like jump in or listen to it in the background similar to how you would a podcast because you're home you're not like in a work setting in an office where you can't just like blast it so that definitely I think has added a level to it I think it is going to be a bubble that bursts because once we all go back to our busy lives are commuting are doing things we're not going to be able to just pop into a clubhouse room and sit there for hours and participate so it is a very interesting model that they've put where it's like you need to be there at that exact time or you're fucked you don't get that content you don't understand you don't see it another issue is that for content creators, yeah, there's nothing to reference. So you're growing so large on on Clubhouse, but like I can't go to your profile and see past Clubhouse talks. I can't see how even how many people have been in past rooms that you've had. I don't have any metrics other than your followers, which I guess is a big metric. But they'll like, add that. They'll add but, that. But but the thing is, you cannot look through people's content. So for content creators, it's actually not that great unless you're trying to get followers off of the platform, which I think is a great for. So it's like good for getting Instagram or, or exposure to your brand. But in terms of being a clubhouse influencer, just that, I don't think it, it's as great for the creators. Before Bailey goes, because I know Bailey has a really a lot of good things to say, I will say that I feel as if Clubhouse fits me so much more than the other content. Like TikTok is not me. Clubhouse is me. I want to go in there. I want to host rooms. I want to have in-depth conversations. I want to I want to talk about things and, and be in, in a room of people that I love. So I think in that sense, it's extraordinary and I love it. And I think it's just an extension for those who are looking to be thought leaders. Okay, Bailey, go. Bailey, go. The Clubhouse queen. <laughs> queen. <laughs> no, I, I so agree with everything that's being said. Like it, it is a very um, fascinating platform to me because it is very backwards, like you were saying, Maddie. But I, as a consumer of it I'm less active like I'm not listening into a ton of rooms but as someone with a couple brands I'm very intrigued by it because it's a direct way to connect with community that I'm obsessed with and to like host conversations and get to have those conversations that I wouldn't maybe be able to really dive deep into dms or like hold the same capacity for a conversation so in that regard it's something I'm obsessed with I think as a consumer, though, I would love more capability to be able to 
customize my feed because some of the rooms I'm seeing just aren't really even they're not even in English so I'm like this isn't something that I'm interested in um I think a couple of the things that you girls have talked about they're gonna implement and add like seeing what rooms you've been a part of like they have the clubs now so I'm just yeah I'm really curious to see where the platform goes I think being an early adopter on it is important right now in case it does become something quite large and it's a platform that you like using I've seen some really cool ways that brands have kind of monetized off of it and having sponsors for rooms so yeah I'm just I'm I'm like such a curious little creature right now with the app I agree with you, Bailey. So I'm launching a book in August. And so part of my personal brand strategy is I'm going to start hosting weekly clubhouse rooms at the same time every single week to talk about the contents, the theme of my book so that I create a community of people who are listening to, you know, other entrepreneurs in the space so that when the book is launched, that room is a really great community building asset for me to launch a book in. And so I think that it's doing extraordinary things for people who want to be thought leaders. I think it's I think it's the app for personal brand thought leaders. I think it's a little bit hard. We tried to do like a sister chat with our community. It didn't work so much. I didn't feel as if the flow was great or the value was great. It's a little bit harder to use as a chat room. I think it's so much more of the podcast's format, just kind of live that's not recorded. Right. I mean, and just being able, just being able to like pop it. I mean, what other, yeah, what other platform can you literally have the opportunity to just talk to someone directly? Like, do you guys know It's Me Tanks? I'm like obsessed with her. So (laughs) she, what? Oh, okay. Homework, homework for you guys. Homework for you guys is to go stalk It's Me Tanks on TikTok. She's phenomenal. You'll love her. Um, So she was in a clubhouse room and I was like, oh, Tinks. And so then I like went up and I just, you know, talked to her and I was like, hi. <laughs> like, it's just so weird. <laughs> like, Did you say come on my podcast? <laughs> um, no. I'm literally you. I'm literally I'm sorry. you. That's so funny. I was she nervous. makes me do it. She makes oh, me yeah. go I, into I, I get nervous sometimes when you go up. I'm like shaking. I'm like, my I'm palms like, are sweating. I don't really follow you, but my sister really wants you on the oh podcast. I'm the exact same way. Bailey would say the exact same thing to me. She'd be like, okay, did you capitalize on that? Did you ask them to be a guest? And I'd be like, no, I didn't even think about it. I panicked in the moment. I was just enjoying my moment. I know. Um, okay. We have one final question for you and then we've got a little game. Um, so what is a resource, a book, a snack, a beauty product, a TV show that you are obsessed with love that we can leave our listeners to go check out besides, I don't even remember the name of the TikToker. Sorry. It's me. James. Um, wow. Well, this is a loaded question because, um, as people will understand from our podcast, we have a segment called current fixations because we are fixated on so many things at every single moment of the day. So let me think about the number one thing I I will get. I have a package of resources that I think all three of them together create a really pack a really good punch. If you're listening to this and you are an entrepreneur and a business owner and you're looking to not only clarify your business message, but your message as a CEO, I would read Jessica Zweig's book, B, for your personal brand. And then I would read Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller for your business's brand. And then I would listen to Jasmine Starr's podcast to implement those messaging on social media. Those three resources have been pretty integral in the last few months of me re-strategizing and growing Scout's agency. And I think they, the three of them really complement one another really well. 
All right. So my resource package then, I'm going to go in the complete other direction. Number one, I have become, uh, this was by accident, but I have become a romance novel influencer on TikTok. You know, I've always wanted to become book influencer. We're huge bibliophiles on OK Says. So like book influencing, like dream come true to be sent books that I just need to like talk about dream so I read one romance novel like really I'm not even that into like romance novels but I read one and it was it went completely viral on TikTok and I was like okay fuck like now TikTok algorithm is only gonna reward me if I keep doing the same type of content so I have now become like the romance novel person and I do enjoy them they're you know very sexy and if you're looking for an alternative to porn I would highly recommend reading are yeah like are you doing the erotica it is not erotica per se. They are more so like romance novels that have like very detailed sex scenes. And um, so I'll give you some examples if anyone is looking for just like an easy, fun read, love, sex, you know. It, okay. Anything by Jasmine Guillory. She's like the top romance novelist ever. And again, I want to make it clear. There's like a misconception that these books are trash and that they're like dumb. They're very well written. They're very beautiful, engaging books. So don't think that you're like dumb if you're reading romance novels. Okay, I just want to get that out there. Um, and then anything by Emily Henry. Beach Read is my number one that I always <laughs> recommend to people. And Red, White, and Royal Blue. Why are you laughing at me? Because I look like a dead fish because you're so loud. I'm trying to protect my energy. <laughs> so I get really heated and so excited when I talk about these romance novels. I haven't been I have in a, a room with her in so long. I have a long. community. A community has been built oh. around these <laughs> Okay. 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 So after you read all those, or if you want some more recommendations, I did start my own group chat. It's at the link in my bio at Maddie Mayo. So if you guys are like crazy book fanatics, come join the group chat. It is popping off. We are like talking all about the steamy sex scenes. It's just, it's a fun community. So I think that would be my like current, current thing that I'm obsessed with that is like ongoing I need a Reiki session I need a Reiki I'm session I'm so happy for you because I knew that you wanted to be a book influencer so you manifested the I shit manifested it it happened by accident and it was it was a manifestation for sure I need to connect you with our friend neighbor Becky on Instagram because she I think it might be more erotica but she loves ones with like aliens and like she really gets out there and I know that she will have some incredible book recommendations for you so I'm gonna ask her to send a list and then maybe you can like review one (laughs) yes and also like I'll do a clubhouse room with her like this is my brand now like this is part of my brand content pillar so like I'm really leaning into it because it's the only thing TikTok has ever rewarded me for so I'm just trying to lean into it so yes I feel like you'd be so interested to know that one of them is about a snowman that has sex with a girl and then doesn't he melt Bailey (laughs) I think so yeah it's like that weird Uh, okay you know get what? excited that will, tiktok will pop off i was gonna say anything for content anything for the content i will do it i won't yeah don't sign me up <laughs> i'm a slave to the content i don't want to be fucking pictured okay we are gonna switch gears and get a little fun here for our little game it's kind of like rapid fire so i was actually listening to your guys's podcast with you had your two best friends on and i thought it was so cute some of the questions you guys asked and so I kind of noted those down. I totally stole your content and stole your ideas and I'm flipping the mic on you guys and I'm going to ask you these questions about each other and you kind of just have to answer as quick as you can and see how well you guys know each other, which I assume is well because you're sisters. So we will find out. So 
Scout, this one isn't even a quiz, but whatever. Scout, what is the proudest moment you've had of Maddie? The proudest moment that I had of Maddie. Crickets. What? It's taking a long time, Maddie. What the fuck? <laughs> I know when it was. Well, I'm just trying to think. There's a, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a specific moment, but I think it was when she started taking her personal development and mental health really seriously. So I've had bipolar my whole life. And so her mental health was really put aside with our parents. And so I've always advocated for her to go to therapy. So I I was thinking like, is it her business stuff? Is it her this? But I think that's really the thing that I'm most proud of is that she dedicated herself to her personal development and her child healing, mental health work. um, And she really dove in and had a really open mind with it. And um, watching that transformation is the, the best, is really the most rewarding thing. Yeah, I've converted to Lacey Phillips' culthood. She is it's not a cult. Is, we're gonna get a cease and desist letter. She's the most amazing woman, but it's a cult. It's we're it's not a cult. We're joking, and <laughs> it's a, it's on you, our right? podcast, so we're gonna get the cease and desist. Thanks. Okay, no, it's she's Maddie has said this on every podcast she's ever been on. So <laughs> I just love her. Yeah, we love her. Okay. Oh, as always, I say about you, right? No, you don't. We're not. We're actually not letting you. I want you both to answer the next one because I just I feel like I need to know Scout's answer for Maddie. So Maddie and Scout, what game or reality show would each other be good on? Um, Maddie would. All right. Hold on. Just give us a beat. Give us a beat. What would you be on? Um, well, because we're not really reality. We're okay. Listen, the only reality show we watch is it's Bachelor, Bachelor, and we're not going on the Bachelor. So okay, okay. I'm let's Jackie and I are gonna put e- you guys on the show. That's we're gonna flip this here because Maddie. Okay, okay that's better. That's Perfect. better. I think you need to go on a Housewives. Like I don't. I just I see you in a Housewives franchise. You would be great. Great addition. Okay, so I. I think I would. I think I would thrive in like Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, sure. but like sans the racism and the agreed. Like, but I, like I could. You're giving me like Real Housewives of New York vibes. Like I could just see you coming in and okay. really fitting there. Yeah. So she's okay. She's a Bravo girl. See, Mads, Mads, I'd put you on Love Island. I think you'd kill it. <laughs> and How so? Scout, I feel like, I feel like you'd be really good on like. What is that show? Celebrity Medium or something like that. Oh, yes. Like a, an I was going to say for- Tyler Henry's Hollywood Medium. Scout would be yeah. like the little helper. Like she would just like, she'd come and like cleanse the aura and be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. It'd have to be something. Uh, I don't know. Not with alcohol. Both of, us, both of us could be MTV Cribs, though. Yeah, we, we were could saying do that MTV on the last Cribs. one. Like, yeah. Because w- we both love interior design. So I think that would be a good. And I could be on any renovation house show. For sure. Okay. Scout, is there a smell that reminds you of Maddie? Yes, Glossier. I haven't smelled that. I feel Come over. Like Sit I'm, next to her. Sit next to really me. Nice? Find her. Can you describe it in one word? Maddie. Musk. <laughs> musk. Musk? I don't okay. think it's musk. I don't know what it is. It's not musk. I don't That's know what it is. totally fucking wrong. She doesn't even know her own scent, you guys. I don't know what it is. But it's, it smells It's not floral. Divine. It it's not divine. floral. It's a mixture. It's like fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's not like, yeah, it's not like sweet smelling like Bath and Body Works. Like it feel, it smells, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Okay, Maddie, name three things you think. Oh, am I supposed to say to you? 
you and Scout completely agree on? The podcast, okay, says just in like as a bucket of a project, okay. <laughs> I need to preface that because like maybe some things we don't agree, but like it as a podcast and a project, I think okay, says hundred percent. Um, mental health, I mean, um, dedicating time to your well being and self-care hashtag self-care but in like a real fucking hard way like therapy and like actually confronting your issues the third thing is um being jewish i can't think of a third thing because i was gonna say sweatsuits we don't like sweatsuits it's not that i don't like them i'm just oh, not she's, a freaking are even, you wearing a sweatsuit right she now she is wearing yeah a but sweatsuit. i don't run around you know being an evangelist 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 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those three were pretty good. I would say that. Or just family. Family. You know, family. Okay, next one is, I actually can't remember. No, you both do drink, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, Scout, what is Maddie's full drink, like full drink order at a bar? Whiskey neat. Whoa, she's a bad bitch. So I'll give you a little story. We don't have much time, but I'll give you a little story. So one day I was like, I'm going to be a CEO and I'm going to be in a boardroom. And I do not want anything to prohibit me from staying in that boardroom. And you know what they do in that boardroom? They drink whiskey neat. So I, I like suffered to, <laughs> to like the taste of whiskey. You have no idea how, how long this took me. But now it is like, it is like golden gold dripping down my throat. It is the, if you have a nice single malt scotch, Oh, baby. This it is, is where me better. and Maddie philosophically differ. She thinks that she has to suffer to drink whiskey to belong. And I say, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not drinking that shit. <laughs> That's where we differ. That is actually the perfect distinction between us. I'm always like conforming or trying to conform. Yeah, you like, want to fucking give me that shit? Get out of my face. I'm out of here. Um. Okay. Last one. Together on the count of three. Each of you are given $5,000, but you need to spend it in an hour online only. What is the other buying? Oh, that, that does change things. Probably mad I happy. I switched it up on you guys. Yeah, that's, I knew that, that changes, one would be easy. That changes things. Mad happy. For me? Yeah. Okay. Or Sephora, because that's kind of blanket, <gasps> you know? Probably Sephora. Okay, Sephora, a blend of Sephora and Mad Happy for me. For Scout, it would, I mean, because you, you wouldn't get a Prada bag online. I mean, if if it was the only way, if it was the only way. Okay, what about this? She would get, she would go to an online clean skincare boutique, close out the store, wipe it clean. See, no, this is incorrect. I'd go to CB2 and buy everything. There we go. That was the answer. <laughs> CB2. I fuck. I I love. I love. I love CB2, but I didn't know that you like CB2. I would. I would. Half think my you're... house is CB2. Oh wow. Okay. Nice to know. We are at the end of the podcast, but friends, we're going to do a swap. So we're going to be on OK Sis. So let our friendships know where they can go listen to you girls, because I have no doubt they're going to want more of this. You can find us on wherever you listen to podcasts. Our podcast is called OK Sis. That's O-K-A-Y space S-A-S. You can join our secret Facebook group on Facebook at OK Sisters. And you can follow us on Instagram at OK Sis Podcast. And then you can find Maddie at, at Maddie Mayo and me at, at Scout Sobel. And we will link everything for our listeners for you guys to go check it out. And thank you so much, girls. We're so excited to come on yours. Make sure you guys go listen to us on OKSIS OK ASAP. Like, literally go do it right now. Thank you, girls. You Yay! We love you guys.
Okay, friendships and sisters, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. You know the drill, though. Before you go, please, if you haven't already, go leave us a review, rate us five stars, get those fingers working out and typing on your phone or your keyboard. It helps us so, so much. PSA, if you have to search for what day is it every single week, that means you aren't subscribed to the podcast. And I've put out a little tutorial of how to subscribe. So I can do that again if you guys want. We just want to make sure that we are giving you the content that you need every single Wednesday because we love you guys and care about you as much as you care about us. But you can support us in other ways by joining our Facebook group, What Day Is It Friendships, shopping our bomb merch at What Day Is It Podcast dot com and follow our personals if you feel like it if you have some extra love in you today thank you so so much for tuning in and friends don't forget to help us name our new segment go have a glass of wine half a bottle a full bottle whatever floats your boat today um and then start sending us some some names for our pop culture segment because we need the help It's turning into a really long outro, but I need to jump in and say this before we go, because if you listened to last week's episode, you know we did an advice segment, and we want to keep doing that. So if you need advice, shoot us a DM, email us, anything, and we will begin to sort through those and maybe answer some if we have some good advice to give, which is not always the case. We will see you next. What day is it Wednesday? Thanks, friendships.